Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Robbie Motter, the host Love of Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest. Today, our guest is Patty D. Demonic. She is an entrepreneur, activist, and catalyst. And um, I'm waiting for her to connect with us. She's been conducting um, a seminar, so hopefully she'll join us shortly. But let me tell you a little bit about her. Patty D. Demonic became a chief catalyst and chief operator officer of the Maui Mastermind in 2013 after serving as a consultant and coach for two years. A global advocate for economic development and women, Patty is the former Nabo national president during the Clinton years and commissioner of the Americas for FCEM organization. She served as chairman for both the Los Angeles Area Chamber of Commerce and the Foundation for SCORE and led the U.S business delegations to the United Nations Fourth World Conference on Women in Beijing. A longtime member of both YPO and the Committee of 200, she served as Western Region Director of Education and is now a lifetime member of the World Presidents Organization, which is YPOWPO.org. She also served on the board and traveled with Dr. Jane Goodall, the United Nations Goodwill Ambassador for Peace and Leading Anthropologist Animal Advocate. Dee Demonic was inducted into the Women Business Owners Hall of Fame over 20 years ago as the founder and CEO of PDQCareers.com and CT Engineering. She sold the company in 2006 to a firm which made added strategic acquisitions, and then grew to over $1.5 billion in sales in 2009. The Los Angeles Business Journal named her CEO of the Year in 2006. In 2008, D. Demonic received her ISS certification, which is Institutional Shareholders, Corporate Governors and board, Governance and Board Training, from the UC Berkeley, and expanded her business coaching and consulting practice. She is author or co-author of five books, including Life Moments for Women and Landed Job Hunting, Advice for Prime of Lifters, Lifers, I'm sorry, and the original New World of Work and the New World of Work. Uh, her One of her websites is www.mauimastermind.com slash nabo. The other thing, she just recently was a cover girl on uh, Let's Talk Success magazine, and I am just excited to have her today as our guest. Welcome, Patty. So wonderful to have you on the show. Hello. So great. It's hi. It's so great to be here with you, Robbie. I'm. Um, thank you so much for breaking away. I know you were doing a, a conference somewhere, and it's wonderful that you could do us. I'm very excited to find out what are you doing now at the Mas- Maui Mastermind and why. 
Oh, yeah, thank you. Well, uh, Maui and, and a number of other wonderful small businesses are clients of mine. After I sold my company in 2006, I got a lot of job offers, and uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. 27 years is a long time to be a headhunter, uh, but I had built a company. I learned so much. And then after consulting with the company that bought mine for two years and watching them grow to over $1 billion, I, I know that I have a lot to offer. So I'm coaching. That's what I do through ddominic.com. I'm a coach to high-achieving professionals. Well, that's wonderful because with all of your expertise in running a business and selling a business, plus everything that you were involved with, whoever is coaching with you is going to learn so much. Thank you, Robbie. Well, I'll tell you that that uh, actually it was a 30-year journey plus the experiences that I've had these past few years coaching a wide variety of small businesses across the country, most under $10 million a year, I might add. Uh, so they're really reminding me of when we were in our first 10 years of being in business uh, back when I got involved with the National Association of Women Business Owners and, and I first joined the Chamber of Commerce. You know, when you're part of those organizations, there's lots of members, lots of people, but you don't always have the trusted advisors who have been there and done that to help you get unstuck because entrepreneurs get stuck from time to time. You know how that is. Uh, absolutely. So I loved being involved with the L.A. Chamber of Commerce. I learned so much. I met so many people, and that was really fantastic. And I think those are great platforms for people to tap into public policy, advice, to get to know their elected officials, and to network in great ways. Uh, but as you know, that's not necessarily a place where you can go and it's not a leads club, and it's not necessarily a classroom, although many uh, chambers, as yours does, um, offer wonderful educational classes. So what I've done is I've assembled a fabulous group of coaches. I have about 15 extraordinary coaches, and they have different skill sets. Some are financial, number crunchers. A couple of them are risk managers or HR experts. And a couple of them have sold businesses before, and a number of us have purchased businesses. So we try to be able to serve as an advisory board for growing entrepreneurs. And we also have the capability, sometimes people need a temporary president or general manager. For example, maybe they uh, had their founder become ill or... Um, they're looking at succession planning and they had to let their CEO go. And so we um, are bringing in teams to be able to help through um, strategic growth curves. Uh, here's what we call it, strong wings for your business dreams. Oh, I love that. That is so cool. How, how is this new role different from your role as a sole owner and CEO of your own company? Well, of course, thedominic.com is, in fact, my own company, and it's a business coaching and consulting firm. Uh, but it's just much smaller again. I built up a company in two, uh, to, to 2006. I sold it with 600 employees. And then um, the company that acquired my went on and made a lot more acquisitions. I, there was just something in the newspaper in the last two weeks, and it reported their sales 
now they did they they merged again with an Atlanta based company. They're at three billion dollars. So oh my you God. know, when you're in a a large corporation or you're consulting to a large corporation, there's a whole other set of dynamics than when you are running an entrepreneurial company. So today, instead of my clients being the senior managers of big institutions, which was what our customers at CT Engineering and PDQ Careers were, um, my clients are mostly business owners, although we do a lot of coaching of senior management teams. Sometimes we get brought in by an investor or someone who wants to acquire the business. We might help do that due diligence to evaluate whether something is an appropriate uh, target to buy. And we love to help companies uh, look at that. We love to help companies do due diligence on potential acquisitions. You know how we girls like to shop, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So how did you know you could do it in when in 1979 when you got started? And, you know, how did you know what you wanted to do? Well, I have to say in 1979, I was 28 years old. I just knew that I loved helping people, and I had worked in the staffing industry for three years prior to that. I had done three years in the staffing company. That company had been acquired by an international firm, so I loved the business. I then became a sales manager and trainer for a consumer goods company. And so I had an opportunity in the 70s to work for a $50 million a year company, then a $2 billion a year company. I really benefited from the training that I got from working for a large organization. You know, they're much more thorough. It's a lot less fly by the seat of your pants than entrepreneurially run companies are. And then after six years of those kinds of management positions, sort of increasing my management experience, is when I started my first company. So in the early days, my vision wasn't very far-sighted. It was really, well, let me I just make a great job for myself. I can just do a great job for my customers. And we competed with Kelly Services and Manpower. That's what we did. We placed secretaries, office people, accounting clerks. Over the years, the business evolved. We were able to weather a couple of important big recessions, 82, 92, Y2K, all those things. And we learned through the business cycles there's some predictable stages that businesses go through. So for me, I sort of forgot that I learned those lessons the hard way, especially once you pass 10, 20, or $30 million a year. It's hard to remember, you know, what you were like when you were in diapers. But when I, after I sold my company and I was consulting, I was trying to figure this out again, and I started talking to other business owners, many of whom were either on a treadmill or just trying to figure out how they could stop from working 60 or 80 hours a week just to stay even, or some of those business owners were thinking that they did want to sell, I was able to tap back into my experiences, things that lessons that I had learned, in some cases, very expensive ways, the hard way. And so I loved being able to short-circuit learning for other entrepreneurs. I loved being able to help them cut years or hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars off lessons that I had learned when I was building up my company to make it a multi-million dollar company. 
Also, I love it that it doesn't take them 25 years to do it anymore. I just love it. <laughs> well, well I think the fact that you've done it, you would probably be one of the best coaches they could ever hire because you've done okay. it. You, you, you were in the trenches. You made it happen and then, you know, turned around and sold your business for an astronomical amount of money. Um, and, and I always, as long as I've known you, one of the things I know about you is that you're always thinking out of the box. Well, thank you. I think I'm sort of a linear thinker. I don't really think of myself as very creative. I think of myself as logical, but I do love challenges, and I love diversity. You know, I don't just uh, – one of my clients is a company in Dubai. They just won a contest for their innovative business plan. They won a $50,000 prize from Visa card uh, for their business plan competition. You know, that makes me feel so good. And oh, wow. uh, I do have – yeah, I mean, that's really fun. The diversity of my clients, I have doctors uh, who are building their practices, and I have CPA firms, but not just any old CPA firms, maybe CPA firms who have innovative tax strategies or an emphasis for grant-making, grant, uh, they help governments or they help uh, school districts get grants. That's the fun part for me. I love to learn about new businesses and roll up my sleeves and get in and try to sit next to the owner or the president and say, what you know, what's keeping you awake at night? What are your biggest opportunities? And then I love to bring in the resources. That's what I do. I don't think of all the solutions myself. I bring in great people at the moment. So it's like just in my management team without having that overhead for, for the businesses. Right, you have an expert for whatever they need. Um, do you see that uh, corporations are run different than when you were running your your big corporation in 1975? Are there many changes, or would you say that it really is the same way but with more strategic planning involved? Oh, there's so many changes in the way things are done, and competition is wild now, wild. You know, you're not just competing with uh, the local um, businesses nowadays. You could be competing with international operations or whole new technologies. Um, it's so funny. One of my clients has got a fencing business, but they said that the, com- the company was founded by their grandfather who provided feed for horses. And when he saw that horse-drawn wagons were going out of the business because automobiles were coming, he joined a trade association to outlaw the motor car. <laughs> so things have changed, but but things timeless leadership principles have not. And Robbie, I want to talk to you a little bit about that because I think that's one thing, especially women, but not just women, but many women and lots and lots of wonderful entrepreneurs have. They bring a passion and an integrity. And what we're seeing by so many extraordinary businesses right now, they really believe that they can change the world. They're not just doing it to make a buck. Maybe they do need to do it to feed their family and have a paycheck and build their net worth. But many of them are doing it for really worthy missions, and I love that. I love the dry cleaner who wants to do it environmentally safe. I love the local government agency who, yes, wants to make sure that everybody has water, but also that 
government rules are complied with and that the waste is picked up and the cost and the legacy that they're leaving for the voters in their community is something that they'll be proud of, not just for their generation, but for their grandchildren or their grandchildren's grandchildren. Yeah, I agree so with you. I, think I see that's that, different. too, that more and more people are reaching out to touch a life and make a difference, which makes it so nice, you know, when we can make change some lives. And, you know, we're lucky and maybe we can share knowledge or share, you know, other things with people who are in need or need the knowledge, you know. Right. And, of course, uh, when I started in business 30-some years ago, you went to an office or you worked in a warehouse or you worked at a school and nowadays, many people work for networked business. They may be part of a multi-level sales organization or they may be part of a virtual company, and they may only see their coworkers once or twice a year. I love right. the, the – my favorite executive recruiter has a national company. She actually has no offices anymore, and they're extraordinarily successful. They're one of the Inc. 5,000 fastest-growing companies four years in a row now and they have no offices, all their independent recruiters work from home. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. And then, you know, they're using Skype and all of those things where if they need to see or communicate with someone, they can do that. I mean, I wonder how we did it before when we didn't have all these things. Isn't that something? Well, they had teletype or they had messenger, they had Western Union. I was just uh, reading, I love, I have some antique books and I have an antique book about sales and they're talking about salesmen, type up your letters and then have the secretary put it in and, and I thought, oh yeah, well, I was around when word processes were invented. And now, of course, who sends a letter anymore? I'll say something about, well, send them a letter and people look at me. And they're like, do you really mean send a letter? I go, no, I mean an email. Yeah. But that's really well, fun. I, I, I hear I you have something exciting going to happen overseas. What is that? A number of exciting things are happening overseas, but uh, next week I go to New York for women business owner training, and then uh, next month, uh, March, March 7th, 8th, and 9th, is the International Women's Festival in Shanghai. Wow, that is so exciting. It is exciting, and this is the eighth year that I've been celebrating International Women's Day. I, when I was busy building my company, I hadn't been all that sensitive to it, but uh, after I sold the company, I thought, what did I really love to do? I love it when people get together for learning and mutual benefit, especially for important nonprofit causes that help bolster communities or help women and girls. And so I started the International Women's Festivals. And people can go and check it out at womensfestivals.org. Both words are plural, womensfestivals.org. And In fact, one had year I got Santa to celebrate Barbara. my birthday because I found out that International Women's Day is my birthday. And I was <laughs> in Santa Barbara at one of your events, which was absolutely and, amazing. And you were honored, Robbie. It was so so nice to be able to present you with a gutsy gals inspire me. And uh, just you're really an extraordinary person, all, already very well networked. And you've devoted so much of your career to helping other people, haven't you? Yeah, I have, because I'm like you. I care about touching a life and making a difference. So tell me, how did this uh, Shanghai thing come apart, come together? Right. Well, you know, it, definitely all about the network and having a good group of 
friends. Uh, so I attended in the early part of this century, <laughs> in 2003, a leadership class at Harvard, and it was called um, Leadership in the New Era, Women in Power. And every year that Harvard University and the Kennedy School of Government put forward a brand new leadership class and uh, somewhere between 25 and 50 extraordinary women leaders from around the world. So the Chinese producer of the Shanghai Women's Festival is an alumni of that program also. That's how we got to know each other. So we weren't in the same class, but we networked with each other. That's why I think, you know, where you go to college is so valuable. And what you learn in the classroom is maybe only... 40, 30 to 40% of the value of your network, you know, that that college experience. So Christine Liu, L-I-U, um, has daughter that goes to the Fashion Institute in New York, but she lives in Shanghai, and she started an organization there called Shiro, shirochina.com, and she speaks English. She wants to empower women all throughout China. And things oh, wow. are happening. You know, the Chinese women don't want the government to control how many children they can have. They're more and more entrepreneurial now. Many of them are very successful. There was just a special on right now about the former tennis champion of of um, China who became an entrepreneur. She's going to become a new mom now. She, she grossed $24 million last year you know, from her tennis endorsements. So women entrepreneurs in China are starting to do really well, and they need mentors, role models, help, and encouragement because they make policy in their communities now. And as China becomes more open, not completely open, but more open to encouraging entrepreneurs and global uh, competitiveness and global investment, and women want to step up and take their place there. So the theme of the Shanghai Women's Conference is be the change, become the fusion. Oh, I love that. Isn't that great? Be the yeah. change, so what? become the fusion. That is absolutely fabulous. Yeah. I bet it's exciting so you, for you because, you know, you know what you've done with all the ones you've done stateside. And with I'm all the great sure. people you know, they're going to walk away with so much knowledge that they'll be able to take on the world. I promised her I'd bring at least 20 women from the United States, so it's not too late. You have to apply for a visa. It's only $300 U.S. to uh, register for the conference. Of course, your wow. your transportation to Shanghai is um, extra, and your hotel is extra, but she's got really great room rates, about $140 a night for one of the hotels right near the conference. And um, people can find out more details or register at womensfestivals.org. And I really encourage you to grab a girlfriend, one or two other friends, and come on to Shanghai and help us celebrate International Women's Day. That sounds fabulous. Do you want to say anything about the books you have and what is your what are, what are some of the things you're looking for towards the future? Oh, well, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity. Well, first of all, I just really want to encourage everybody who's listening. I think that uh, the important thing is that entrepreneurs, male and female, young and old, um, 
from the United States, from outside the United States, are recognizing that they really do have an opportunity to do, using technology, apps, websites, and virtual subcontractors as well as employees, they really do have the opportunity to rise to extraordinary new heights. Not to mention that if you're, you do have a good business model and you do have the right advisors, you literally can make millions. Now, most entrepreneurs aren't necessarily in it to make millions, although many do. So that's what I'm excited about, helping entrepreneurs build strong teams, create stronger wings for their business dreams. I do have books. Uh, There's all sorts of information at ddominic.com, D-E-D-O-M-I-N-I-C.com. And, of course, I'm active on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Patty D-D-E, and you can find me uh, on Facebook. And, Robbie, I just I love that we are in a position to help each other, that we're in a position to encourage each other to build strong businesses with high uh, community contribution and good values. It's not just about being a capitalist. It's about being a conscious capitalist and putting your assets and your resources to work to benefit not just yourself but your whole community. Yeah, I totally believe together we can do more. And I think, like like you, I'm seeing more and more people coming together to help each other because I know, like, when I was in the corporate world many, many years ago in New York, women were not helping each other. And that's why I made a pact that whatever I learned I would share with other women. But now today I see that whole differently. People are helping one another, you know, and it's up to women to start asking for what it is they want and need. Yes, I I hear what you're saying. You know, when I started in business over 30 years ago, the um, culture was definitely masculine. Now today in boardrooms, not quite equal in boardrooms, but in organizations, in all the business schools, in accounting and finance, legal and even science now, you have a lot more women. And, of course, Title IX made a big difference for women in sports. Um, So the... feminine aspect, the values that women frequently bring, you know, community, family, um, uh, inclusiveness, not all women are like this, but many of these characteristics, you know, given to women. This is more what business is about today. And Barbara Marks Hubbard, who was one of my coaching clients some time back, likes to say that we've come into a new era where men and women are sharing leadership roles. They're sharing parenting roles, family, community leadership. And this is what one of the things that's so fantastic about where we are today. The other thing, Robbie, I just want to say is people think sometimes that you have to have an advanced degree to be successful in business. That's not true. Many, many millionaires don't didn't graduate from college. They also think that you have to spend a lot of money to get a great coach. Robbie, that's just not true. Yes, you frequently get what you pay for, but you can get a great coach or part of being part of a coaching program for pennies on the dollar. Not you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Our coaching programs start at as low as two hundred dollars a month and go up to two to four thousand a month, depending upon what you need. And you basically get a hundred years of management experience for, you know, pennies on the dollar. So 
reach out, get the help you need, get a couple of advisors, get some good mentors. You can even get free help from SCORE.org for your business as well. So again, Pat, we're almost at the end of our um, time together. So give them your website again, how they can reach you, and give them that the Shanghai Women's Festival uh, contact information again. Oh, great. Good, good. Okay, so for the Shanghai Women's Festival, it's womensfestivals.org. Both words are plural. You could also, if you wanted to look directly into Chinese, you'll see partly in Chinese. Shirochina.com. Could, could you spell the Shiro? Yes. You know, like hero. S H E R O China.com. And then for my business, you can find me, Patty, P A T T Y, Patty D. Dominic, on Facebook or ddominic.com. D E D O M I N I C. Dot com, or you can Google me, Patty D. Dominic. You'll find me pretty easily. I would love to be of help. And uh, one last tip for everybody from you. I think that people's success is often the result of how big their dreams are. So I really encourage everybody to spread your wings Build strong wings for your business dreams. That is fabulous. Well, Patty, it's been wonderful having you on the show, and I look forward to us connecting again soon. Well, thank you so much, Robbie. I Maybe I'll see you in Shanghai, and I will see you in Minifee in April. I'm looking forward to uh, collaborating with you, and I hope to be able to meet many more of our colleagues and friends and anybody who's been listening to Blog Talk Radio. Um, it's such a great medium and part of what's, what's happening with the changes. But, but timeless wisdom doesn't change. Values are important, and your dream is valuable. So thanks so much for encouraging people and uh, I'll continue to give them strong wings for their business dreams. I love it. Thanks, dear. Bye-bye, and have a great evening. Thanks. I know. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.